0: The 4 O'Clock Football Frenzy is presented by Dustin DeHart of Nova Home Loans. Call him now at 702-577-2600. Fire Nagy! Fire Nagy! Can
1: I get some claps? No? Are you cool with that being done at a high school game? Matt Nagy's son's high school game.
2: I'm torn on this one. Ultimately, I'm gonna land on yes, even though I don't think the kid deserves it. Uh, But football coaches get a lot of glory when things go right. They get a lot of money. They get a lot of people sanctifying them. So there are trade-offs when you don't have things going your way. Uh, Is it really the best setting? No, Uh, but are people frustrated with the Chicago Bears and the lack of direction of that team for years? Especially under Matt Nagy, yeah, and they should be.
1: The six A semifinals: Lake Forest and Cary Grove. Yeah, fire! Nagy chance erupted from the Cary Grove sideline. Nagy's son plays for Lake Forest, so. Oh come on! If it came from the other team, if it came yeah. from the other team, all's fair in love and war. Stop it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a big problem with it. So, I always thought. Uh, watching uh local parochial schools with a bunch of rich the heads careful yeah uh in New Jersey and this may happen in Nevada. okay um chanting you know st- stuff to the effect of you will work for us one day okay that that could be a little more hurtful than just going after one kid because he's the coach of an NFL son so yeah northwestern uh... son of an NFL coach coach of an NFL son yeah anyway
2: Northwestern uh, business School that was a good one when they were really terrible in football and they would chant that's all right that's okay you'll be working for us someday
1: that you got the chant the right way okay that's what the chant is yeah yeah
2: well I'm just one of those local parochial school d heads so you know I, I study
1: where did you go to school what was your what was your uh, parochial school uh, in this city no. there's only one option oh, that's a good point I forgot you uh you are here not back In New York, that's right. This is yes.
2: This is accurate. I did not. No, I didn't play for Bobby Hurley or or any of those things. I
1: didn't think you played for. I didn't think you went to Saint Anthony. I didn't. And by by the way, uh, that would be an example of a parochial school in New Jersey that didn't chant that because there are different types of parochial schools.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what? Uh, For for Matt and Aggie, if again, if it was their own school that's doing it to them and chanting fire naggy while the kid plays on the team that's one thing but what's what's different about that than any other college or high school group of kids that gets together and and wants to chant about something going on with the other team that's all it is wait give me that chant one more time
1: because i i will reference this down the road what was it again
2: that's all right that's okay you'll be working for us someday
0: Dustin DeHart of Nova Home Loans brings you the 4 o'clock football frenzy. Dial 702-577-2600 now. Home prices have never been higher and interest rates have never been lower. Get your mortgage tune-up today by calling
2: 577-2600. Shotgun. Johnson. Knee-high snap. Three-step prop Looking. He's hit. He's found by... Jacoby Winman creamed him at the 34-yard line. And it's fourth down.
0: Cofield and Company is on the road at the Nova Home Loan Studio.
1: Hello game from Jacoby Winman. Keep in mind, uh, Jacoby without his running mate, as uh, Austin Adjike down for the season. Kyle Bodry, Liberty guy, has stepped in nicely. Next UNLV football game is up on Friday right here on ESPN Las Vegas against Air Force. Kevin Kruger Radio Show follows us from the Orleans right here on ESPN 1100, 100.9 FM. Kevin Kruger Radio Show coming up. All right. Uh, before we bring in John Sassanti from the Las Vegas Bowl, uh, I know the, the other guy, whatever they are, that college football thing. Um, they're releasing their rankings. Uh, here is the CPR, uh, Cofield Playoff Rankings. Here's what we got. Uh, number one, Ohio State. Come on. You can't deny it. Best team in the country. Number two, Cincinnati. Number three, Georgia. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Notre Dame. Number six, Alabama. I mean, come on. New Mexico State followed up by a squeaker against arkansas so bama is out and uh i guess i guess you could say bama controls its own destiny you could get right back in it with the win against georgia so there you go ohio state cincinnati georgia michigan notre dame alabama and then okie state and wisconsin John sent is in john how you doing buddy
3: i'm good man you you may be getting
1: what you wish for because
3: they got cincinnati at number four and georgia at number one you oh, may yeah. finally get what you've been wishing for
1: the Peach Bowl rematch, which we all know that if Cincinnati had cared and was motivated in the fourth quarter, they would have rolled. Yep. <laughs> so, I want to get We don't to need it. to beat this dead horse any longer. Come on. I, know, I love it. Um, but, I, you know, I actually – I do think there's a lot of people out there who will hear Alabama 6. And I think we get stuck in the what we know and just assume Bama is this unbeatable force every single year. John, their defense is, to be questioned, and – Here's the bottom line. We're gonna we're gonna come up with a final four here. They're going to come up with a final four. It's going to be disputed. And this may be of all the years one of the, you know, the strongest case where you've got all these one and two lost teams that they have to pick between, and a lot of people are going to be unhappy. It is time to push this to eight or twelve teams. Yeah, I, I listen, I, I I'm I'm one I'm one that kind of likes where it is
3: right now. And 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 the reason for that, I know. You know I'm probably in the minority in a lot of things, but I'll tell you what, man. There's nothing better than the regular season of college football, and 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 I will tell you on uh, during this time of year when I'm working, uh, I don't miss a Saturday. I, at Saturday, I'm on the I'm I'm on the couch. I'm watching football. Now, granted, I, I work in college football, so I have an interest there. But I'd much rather watch a slate full of game on Saturday. I'm okay missing a couple Sundays. Uh, on NFL games because I know, you know, the teams are going to kind of be there towards the end and we're going to have to watch when the playoffs and that's when it's going to really matter. But I love, I love the excitement of the college football regular season leading up to it where every single week makes a difference. And, and look, as just as an example, look what Utah just did to Oregon, Utah, just absolutely stomped on Oregon's uh, season. Uh, and, and and it was almost like a playoff game. Uh, same thing for, for Michigan state, what Ohio state did to Michigan state, you know, that, that regular season game is almost like a playoff game it it had so many huge implications and 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 I loved every second of it but I know I'm in the minority on this on this phone
1: you are uh, I know. the CFD rankings Georgia 1 Ohio State 2 Bama 3 Cinti 4 Michigan then Notre Dame Oklahoma State Baylor and so on so I I want to talk about the game coming up if folks haven't heard us talk to John he runs the Las Vegas Bowl and the game is on December 30th. And, you know, I was out to lunch. You guys invited us to lunch. We'll get into the uh, the comings and goings with, the, uh, with the, the, the meet-a-ganza in a couple minutes. But I told a couple of stories that I think the audience in Vegas needs to hear because a lot of folks have not been here that long. Like, we remember the days when Vegas was a dirty word to the NCAA. And you told some great stories about, you know, some of the folks who ran this thing in the very beginning. It was not easy to... To get Vegas accepted as a sports destination, especially with the Pac-12, I didn't even know that that the Pac-12 was staunchly against being part of this in Vegas.
3: Yeah, well, listen, and 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 that goes that goes hand in hand with with you know our our Hall of Fame announcement today, and, and a lot of people, you know, they know they know Kearse Peterson, they know Kellen Moore, but a lot of them were like, well, who the heck is Pete Dursis from ESPN? And You know pete played it played a vital role in 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 acquiring this game from the lvcva which the lvcva had owned it at first and they knew that 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 it had a future and knew it was going to be great but pete knew that it it was going to take a commitment from one of the big boy conferences out west to to take this to the next level and when we went to the pac-12 back in 2001 uh, at that time, there was no NCAA uh, tournaments here. There was no NFL here. Nobody wanted to talk about Vegas. It was a dirty, dirty word. And quite frankly, the Pac-12 commissioner did not and would not put a bowl team here in Las Vegas in, in 2021. We had to work hard to convince them that Vegas was a place to be and that it was okay to, to, to bring student athletes here. It was okay to have a NCAA event here. And and quite frankly, we, we, we kind of owe it to those athletic directors at the time that, that those are the ones that voted on allowing Las Vegas to be a part of the Pac-12 bowl lineup. And, uh, and the Pac-12 has been a great partner over the years. And, and now here we are 20 years later, uh, still with the Pac-12 and, and, and who would have thought that we'd be sitting here, you know, in 2021 with a bowl game with three of the power five conferences and our Las Vegas bowl lineup that has the SEC, the big 10 and the Pac-12. Uh, who would have thought we'd have an NFL franchise here Uh, we'd have you know the the nfl would be accepting money from las vegas and we'd actually be talking about rumors of a a super bowl and a college football national championship coming here now the, the the las vegas bowl did not make all of that happen by any means but what we did do is we worked really hard to open the eyes of everybody around the country to say Look, there's no problem in Vegas. We, 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 we showed them that we never had issues with players. We had never had issues with players gambling, being out on the streets. Like we, we, we tell them straight up. And, and, and I hate to say that we, we scare everybody straight, but we scare everybody straight with, with the truth. We have less problems than anybody. You know why? Because when we get these teams in town and we sit them in that hotel room or that hotel meeting room, we tell them, listen, you may want to do X. You may want to do this. You may want to do that. We promise you that whatever you think you want to do that you're going to try to get away with, you're not going to because there's a camera in every square inch of this city. So if you think you want to be, you know, go gambling or you want to go drinking or you want to go out on the streets or you want to do something wrong, you will 100% get caught because there's cameras every square inch. And you know what? We haven't had problems over the year. There's other places that have had some issues in smaller towns, but we haven't had them here. And and, and that, 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 that opening you know that 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 partnership that we struck with the Pac12 i think it opened a lot of people's eyes over the years and 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 was was the starting point for for where we are today
1: get your tickets at lvbowl.com the game's coming up on the 30th the tickets are doing really well have you guys surpassed 40,000 sold yet we have not su- just yet uh
3: slowly but surely but i'll tell you what it, it must be it must be all the people listening to the show because we had a really good day today. We sold close to five hundred tickets today, uh, which is awesome, right? It, it's you know it's getting down to the wire. Uh, I think we all thought we'd be in a position today with with one week left where it would be a lot clearer. but but the events of last week actually muddied it a little bit. so we we, we narrowed the teams down. And then we ended up throwing a couple back in because of what happened last week.
1: This thing has been so normalized you know, Vegas as a venue for not only college football, but we see all the college basketball here this week, that you've been telling us over the last couple of weeks, and maybe you have another update, that, you know, talking to schools who are potentially in the mix for the Las Vegas Bowl, these folks are like, you know, what? we actually may want to get there, like, on Christmas, before Christmas, the day after Christmas. Like, they don't want to just come for a couple of days. They want to have their athletes, their coaches, and most importantly, their fans here for upwards of a week yeah and 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 you know we're, we're especially getting that from the east coast teams right you
3: got you got teams in our mix from wisconsin michigan state penn state um uh purdue uh you know we, we have these teams traveling long distance so one they want to they want to get the kids acclimated to being here out west getting them you know on, on this time zone and giving them plenty of time but then also nobody wants to travel on christmas eve and christmas day and so when we share the information of the resort that they're staying at and they realize it's not a, you know, it's not a, a small little chain hotel somewhere. they are staying at a four-star property on the Strip, right? There's plenty of amenities. There's plenty of things to do. There's plenty of restaurants. And you know what? Our city is actually open. So why bother traveling on the holiday? Let's get the kids out here. Let's get the coaches out here. Let's get Let's get acclimated to the West Coast and the Pacific time zone. Let's enjoy ourselves for a couple of days before we go to work. Uh, in Las Vegas. So we've had teams talk about the 23rd. We've had teams talk about, you know, the middle of the day, 24th, but it's all going to depend on the team. And, and, you know, when we sit here, uh, you know, after next week or or after next week, we should have a clearer picture. It's still going to come down to Championship Sunday, but we're uh, we're certainly going to be able to weed it out uh, a week from now.
1: Uh, You mentioned your third class for the Hall of Fame. Uh, You talked about one of the originators of the bowl game and you mentioned Kellen Moore real quick. So who else is going in?
3: Uh, Chris Peterson from Boise State and from Washington. Uh, coach Peterson was the only coach to go four and zero in our game. Uh, he 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 has the most wins, so he has four of, of the twenty twenty nine wins. Um, and and he and he did it with two different teams, right? And and I talked to him, talked to him a couple times in the last few weeks, but we had a great conversation this morning, and we were reminiscing about some of these old bowl bowl games. And and it's it always amazes me to listen to college football coaches talk about seasons and plays and moments from 10 years ago and remember them like it was yesterday. He was breaking down that 2010 Boise team, talking about how that was the best team he's ever had and they were one or they were literally the one bad quarter away from being, you know, undefeated and, you know, a top 3 team or a top 5 team. Um, I think they were, they actually got to number three at one point, if I remember correctly, which I don't, but he was breaking down plays from the, 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 the Nevada Reno game, which ultimately ended with, with Nevada kicking a field goal, um, and, and, and winning the game. And, and, and he talked about plays over the season and it's amazing what these coaches remember, but he was really honored. He, he, it was a special moment. And, uh, and 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 we're happy to have them on board we we this is now our third class we've got some great people in there uh, our two coaches are him and John Robinson um, but 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 pretty pretty special people and pretty special coaches and players in in, in our in our short little history of the Las Vegas Bowl
1: pac 12 against Big Ten LVBowl.com is where you get the tickets Thursday December 30th uh, I see that the schedule starting to line up here as you've got at least um, Two uh, charitable functions going down with uh, Goody Two Shoes and also Opportunity Village.
3: Yeah, one of the things that listen, one, one of the things in, in, and it says in our mission, right? Like we're, we're we're trying to promote the destination. We're trying to provide mem- memorable experiences for the student athletes when they're here. But but the third component to that is we're trying to be good community partners in the city that we live in. We are one of the we are one of the few events, and and I've had to you know I've had to remind people over the years that. We are one of the one of the one of the maybe the only. I have to go back and look these days, but most of the major events that come to Las Vegas, they come in a couple of days before they have the event, they get out. You know, some of them stay a couple of days extra, uh, whether it be a basketball tournament, whether it be the NFR, whether it be a rugby, whether, whatever it may be. They're 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 kind of in and out. We are one of the few events that are they're based here. We live here. We're here all year long, trying to make better Vegas a better place through the through the platform of the bowl so we're not an event that rolls in and rolls out we have a we have a a las vegas bowl committee made up of f- 55 business leaders across the valley that help promote the bowl and, and its mission we have a a second or second committee known as the huddle that is made up of 30 passionate uh football loving women that help us promote our community outreach and our community give back and, and, and our VIP hospitality. We have a huge organization that's helping to run this thing and helping to make the bowl what it is in Las Vegas, but we're based here. We live here and and everything we do is to, to make Vegas a better place and to, and to promote the destination to the rest of the country.
1: Penn state, Arizona state, Wisconsin, UCLA, Purdue in the mix, Washington State in the mix. What are we looking at?
3: Yeah, I'll tell you what. Like, like I said last week, you know, the, the the Oregon Utah thing was was real interesting. There's there's a there's, there's it can get very complicated on the Pac-12 side. Believe it or not, there's still a scenario where Washington State can play for the Pac-12 championship against Utah. Uh, that obviously would make everything really really interesting um, for for us. Uh, you know what UCLA did to USC. Obviously, we're taking a longer, harder look at them after what they did to their rival. They have an opportunity to play Cal this weekend and come in on a three-game win streak uh, and riding high. That that's that's certainly attractive. Uh, you know, on the Big Ten side, it, it, it same thing. What what Ohio State did to Michigan State obviously changed things. That dropped Michigan State uh, down in the rankings to number twelve. Uh, if they pay, if they they got Penn State this weekend, and if Penn State puts it on them as well, um, which people may have shown the blueprint on how to beat beat michigan state that 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 moves penn state up a little bit it moves michigan state possibly out of the new year six uh so it, it certainly makes a lot a lot of things a lot more interesting you know if wisconsin drops to minnesota uh what happens then so like i said before we we thought we'd have a much clearer picture this week and all of a sudden we've had a couple a couple things move and a couple games go a, a certain way and now all of a sudden we put some teams you know back in our mix but you know, when you're talking about, you know, Iowa is a long shot, obviously, now, but Michigan State and Wisconsin and and, and Penn State and Purdue and Minnesota, all all great names. And, and you know, with, with having us having the, the, the couple feeder market driving schools on the other side, I think we're in line to, to, to have a really, really good matchup in what's considered the new Las Vegas Bowl.
1: The LV uh, Bowl folks, Las Vegas Bowl folks, led by John Sicenti, very generous, very generous. They had the media out for a nice luncheon today at uh, one of the uh, Brazilian barbecue joints. And, John, I've gotten yelled at by almost everyone on the show for hitting the salad bar. And I tried to tell you as I walked in there, I didn't want to hit the salad bar, but you kept pressuring me. And I hit the salad bar, and I'm getting just ripped apart by the Cofield & Company. I'll say fatties, but Candy's not a fatty, but he knows how to eat
3: well i'm going to stick up for cofield here on this one i hit the salad bar too and 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 i i i was trying to be very disciplined by taking one or two tiny little things from each thing that looked good well it's a double-sided horseshoe that you go around all of a sudden your plate is stacked completely high and 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 loaded with stuff that you didn't really want but where i'm going to stick up for you cofield is you walked in you said you weren't going to hit the bar you actually sat down at your seat without hitting the salad bar, and I kind of kept pressuring you into it, talking about how good it was. Now, you, 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 the only thing you could be accused of is having, you know, no willpower and giving in, but you did you did hold strong at the beginning.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, I fought it, Candy. I fought it, but the, I, I caved under the pressure. And then I look across the table, and, uh, you know, Chris Matthews might have a little age on me, but he's in much better shape. And it was like I – yeah, you know, I look down. First of all, John, uh, Johnny Chestnut over here is Jacenti, freaking flamed out. And then I'm next to Ray Brewer, and he and I combined are like, you know, 550 pounds. And I look across, Chris Matthews, Sports 8, he's in shape. I mean, he I, I left. He was still eating, John. You couldn't see Chris <laughs> Matthews.
3: Hey, I got a little secret for you. He went to the dessert menu, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yeah, he, he did. I—I—I I, I was I was floored. Wow yeah it, it was impressive it was impressive
1: well thank you very much for the lunch it was also very informative I learned a lot yeah you know, you're
3: very welcome listen that that's uh you know you guys do such a good job and and the Las Vegas media does such a good job helping to tell our story and and, and embrace the Las Vegas Bowl and you know we're 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 a small little fry in in a, in a big pond these days and with with the Raiders and the Golden Knights and and everything here but you know, you guys continue to help tell that story and get behind us and support us. And just a little thank you to, to, to get everybody together because we haven't seen anybody in a while. So thanks for coming and, and thanks for all you guys do.
1: Thank you, John. We'll talk to you. All right, man. Have a good holiday. Take care of you too. Happy Thanksgiving. There he is, John mm, Very frustrating. I'm thinking back now, Candy. I wanted more of the bacon-wrapped chicken. Uh, they had little chicken legs. I wanted those. I wanted some more of the lamb. I petered out.
2: Listen, you amateur. All you needed to do was use the salad as the palate cleanser in between the meat. This is how you do it. You use the salad as a way of breaking it up. It's like you've never watched Man vs. Food.
0: Have credit issues or need help with your down payment? Nova Home Loans offers free credit services to all of their applicants, and they have some great down payment assistance programs available to those who qualify. Call Dustin DeHart at 577-2600. From the fantastic Nova Home Loan studios, it's Cofield and Company. Are you done yelling at me?
2: Are you done talking about meat?
1: I guess. I guess. I blew it. I blew it big time. Those are. So I got to mention, you, 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 blew a, you blew a free $50 meal. Goodness, that hurts. I know. I need a pep talk next time I go. Uh, Adam <laughs> Candy, Cofield, moving to the second half of the program. We got Big Five on the way. Sam Peniotovic as well on all the college football CFP stuff. And some look-aheads to uh, the NFL. Not much of a look-ahead because th- th- Thursday has three Thanksgiving games, so we got to get into that. But, Candy, we have a pretty interesting event going down with UNLV basketball. They play Whittier tomorrow, Whittier tomorrow, and then they're going to play UCLA on Saturday in an afternoon tilt. They're retiring the jersey of Freddie Banks. I saw one uh, loyal Rebel fan, I guess, addressing the running Rebel attendance issue. By saying, if I'm UNLV, I'm offering $13 tickets to the Saturday game for Freddie Banks against UCLA if you bring non perishable food donations. So I guess you get the cheap ticket if you bring the donations and maybe suspend the vax mandate for a day. Help the community get more fans behind this team, and Freddie deserves it.
2: Not going to argue a, a moment about Freddie Banks deserving to have his jersey retired. I mean, he's one of the legends of UNLV running Rebel basketball, and anything that you can do to get people out there to celebrate that is something I'm going to endorse. Let's stop a little short, though, of saying let's get more people and suspend the mandate for a day because that seems slightly problematic in terms of what could come out of that event later down the line. I'll ask you, Cofield, because you're at every game. It doesn't seem to me like the price of the ticket is the issue. Right. I mean, it seems to me it's more about the uh, more about the options available to people, their willingness to make the trip, the product on the court. In some cases, like in the end, I don't know that thirteen dollars versus twenty versus twenty five is going to be why someone comes out or doesn't.
1: No, I, I don't believe for one second that they would get even beyond two thousand extra fans at thirteen dollars a ticket. I don't. I'm not saying two thousand overall, an extra two thousand tickets sold. I think this is years in the making. And we've talked about the perfect storm of other options coming here in terms of major league sports and the fact that people got sour on UNLV basketball because it was mismanaged for a long time and they're not gonna be able to make it up in one year. Or they're not gonna be able to make it up in, you know, five or six games, or the goodwill feeling of, you know, a Kruger being back at the top of the program. You know, I don't want to see this happen, but I think it's going to take a few years of high-level winning to get people back out there. I do believe this is a basketball city. Um, I do think it is one of the better values out there. I'm also I'm not objective because since not I, whether I was working along with UNLV or not. I'm a, a much bigger college basketball fan than just about anything else. So I, I love college basketball, but you can't make up for failings and missteps and miscalculations, and frankly. The marketing for the program in prior years hasn't been that good so it's been kind of left by the wayside so if that offends people i'm sorry but that's reality
0: join the conversation on twitter at espn las vegas money, why, why money, money, it's cofield and company's eye on sports betting, betting with sammy p. Hey, sammy p
1: all right let's do it sam panionovich is in with us
4: sam how you doing buddy Doing good, man. I think you and I have to have a conversation with our buddy, Doug Kazirian. I, I guess he doesn't listen to Cofield and Company all that much, huh?
1: I don't know. I don't really listen to him. So what's the problem?
4: Well, <laughs> touche, <that>, touche, <laughs> number one. Number two, I was tagged in a column he wrote on ESPN today. Are the Chiefs undervalued in futures markets? I'm like, this guy, this guy, has he not been listening to us for the last two weeks? Hello? Hello? We were talking about them 2 weeks ago to win the AFC at 7 to 1 and yeah. Mahomes at 80 to 1 to win the MVP and this ESPN.com story is Mahomes back in play for MVP question mark Are Chiefs undervalued no <laughs> not anymore Yeah
1: you, you had to be on it I mean the, the time to jump on him was at rock bottom when everyone was freaking out and we we talked about keep sprinkling money on the division you know keep sprinkling money on Chiefs to win the AFC West and I think they got as high, the highest number I saw was plus 240, but there were some good numbers out there. You had to show a little faith and get on on then. And like you said, to that point, um, there were some great numbers out there for the world title.
4: And now to win the AFC West, I mean, it's even more expensive in Vegas, but the American books, the DraftKings, PointsBet, Caesars, Sugarhouse, MGM, minus 130, minus 135, minus 140 to win the division. Odds to win the conference as low as 275, 3-1. to one. And some books around the country have the Chiefs favored to win the Super Bowl. Um, I saw them as high, I think it was three weeks ago, they were 14-1 to one at one book. And I'll tell you what, looking back, that might be one of the worst lines that we've seen of the season. How was Kansas City only a 2, 2.5-point two favorite against the Vegas Raiders? Like, that line made no sense. And sometimes as sports bettors and analysts, like I'm a betting analyst, we overthink ourselves and we talk ourselves into taking the, the sharp side, take the Raiders plus 2.5. Not only did they get drilled in that game, Looking back, that line made no freaking sense.
1: Sam, for the football games coming up on Thanksgiving and the college football games, you know, Saturday, but, you know, Friday, do you factor in home, road, where they are on the season, motivation around a holiday like this and, and distractions?
4: it's a good question I'll tell you what I do way more than anything else it's the perception here um, perception is built in already to two lines and that's Dallas and Las Vegas the fact that the Cowboys are already an eight-point favorite on Thanksgiving when they've really been one of the worst vets over the last two decades on Thanksgiving Day it's already from seven to eight I think one book offshore has a nine so Remember, though, Steve, like they're without Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb still hasn't cleared concussion protocol as of like an hour ago. So without Dak Prescott's two best wide receivers, the Cowboys are still laying eight points like that. True numbers probably five and a half, six, but it's built in. It's Thanksgiving. It's the Cowboys, America's team. You have to move that and open that at seven. And now it's been bet up the other side that I think is really interesting is this New Orleans side. Like, it's already 6.5 on Buffalo because oh, Buffalo Buffalo can't lose again and Buffalo's going to – blow. I, Buffalo has looked awful in the last couple of weeks. So I don't really care where the game is per se, and I think we've, we've discussed this over the last couple of months. Home field is less and less important as the years go on. I can't believe that Dallas is already minus 8 and Buffalo is already minus 6.5 – Thursday night in the dome. Um, now I don't love Las Vegas or the Saints sides by any means, but man, like I'm not laying those numbers either in those games.
2: Sammy, who is it that is betting Buffalo out from four and a half to six and a half right now? Been watching this team. I mean, I get it, don't get me wrong. I, I understand Alvin Kamara might not go for the Saints under this short week to deal with the injuries, and Trevor Simeon. Uh, had a couple of plays where he turned back into a pumpkin, but this Buffalo team laying anywhere near a touchdown on the road after getting destroyed last week seems weird to me.
4: It looks like it's all injury-related, and that's speculation. So the report came out two hours ago that Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara both didn't participate at practice today. And usually when you don't participate a couple days before the game, that's not a good thing. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kamara plays. I mean, he was really close in the last game against the Eagles. They held him out, I heard, at the very last minute. So I think he's going to go, but that's not – again, I'm, I'm talking about something that – that nobody really knows, and I don't think the Saints will know that until maybe the end of walkthroughs tomorrow. They might not even know it. Hell, they might not know it until Thursday morning, but that's really what it is at this point, point. Um, and we know, Candy, if it gets to seven, there's going to be that resistance that comes in. You know, the group's going to come in and take seven and, and bounce it back to six and a half. But, I look, both of those sides right now, Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving, I had multiple bookmakers, not only across the country, but in Las Vegas, tell me that over 80% of their spread bets already are on the Cowboys and the Bills. Eight out of every 10 tickets, people walking in, people logging in, bang, Cowboys, bang, Bills. And you know what else they're doing? They're Moneyline parling the Cowboys and the Bills, and they're teasing the Cowboys and the Bills, likely together. Las Vegas is going to need one of those teams to go down. They either want the cow well, they'd love them both to lose outright, but that probably won't happen. If the books can get either the Cowboys or the Bills to lose outright, it will save Thanksgiving.
2: Saber P joined us here on Cofield and Company. The game you did not mention, obviously you have uh plenty of knowledge of the city of Chicago. The red rifle is gonna go against I mean, who cares for the for the Detroit Lions? It doesn't really <laughs> matter. Uh Sitting on three, is there any reason to get involved in this game? Do you see an edge anywhere in Detroit and Chicago?
4: The edge for me, it's a bet I've already made. I went under 21 points in the first half. The Bears are one of the best first half under teams in the last five years. Uh, Kenny White's been talking about this for years now. They are awesome, especially since Matt Nagy's been there. They are awesome at not scoring points in the first half. So this number at most places, it's 20.5 right now. You get plus money on the under. Um, I think if you wait, it might get back to 21 depending on what the total does. But I'll tell you what, in the first half, Chicago is averaging 7.1 points per game this season. Only to be outdone by the Detroit Lions who are scoring 5.9 points per game in the first half. So that's not even two touchdowns. And that gives you a little bit of wiggle room here. These offenses, they stink. The quarterbacks stink. The coaches stink. The play calling stinks. Everything stinks. Now, it could lose because it's gambling. Like, if there's a pick six or a blocked punt for a touchdown, you know, crazy things happen in the sport of football. But if nothing crazy happens and it's just your offense against their offense, how do these two teams get to three touchdowns in the first 30 minutes? How? How does it happen?
1: Sam Panjotovic with Cofield and Company. All right, what's your favorite college football side, especially in the CFP-related games?
4: I took the points with Michigan. I took eight. Look, I, I spoke to one odds maker who made the game Ohio State. He said his true number in this game, and remember, this is not a neutral field game. This is in Ann Arbor. Michigan's a home team here. He says his true number on the game is Ohio State minus four and a half. Hmm. Now, there's a difference between odds making and book making, as we all know. An odds maker is going to give you his power rating. He's going to throw him through the grinder and, and spit out a number. But a bookmaker there's no way in hell the bookmaker is going to open that game Ohio State four and a half because he's going to get slammed dime bet dime bet dime bet and then he's going to get to seven so you might as well just open it at six and a half seven and that's really what the market opened at and then it crossed through seven I I don't Steve I'm not even kidding I'm not even being hyperbolic I think I got ten direct messages on Twitter on Saturday this past Saturday oh, Ohio State minus fourteen question mark I'm like oh my god. Like these people actually think the Buckeyes should be a two touchdown favorite on the road, and I go, "Why is the number that high in your mind?" Well, they've killed them in the last couple of years. Like all of that stuff, past results—that's all built into the line here. Like if an odds maker tells you the true number is four, four and a half, and the market opens seven, and now the game is eight, like Ohio State minus eight is not a great bet. It could still win, but it's not a great bet because like you miss the best number. And I like Michigan offensively is gonna score in this game. Like I know Ohio State's very good on offense, but they're not good on defense. And we've seen them struggle a lot of times in this year. We we saw them struggle against Nebraska. We saw them struggle. They they lost to Oregon as a 14-point favorite at home. Like they are not invincible. They've been playing well against really bad teams. But Michigan can certainly hang inside this game at home with the power running game, the play-action game. Harbaugh hasn't been great against Ohio State, but I'm more concerned about this team and this matchup than I am about what happened five years ago.
1: What are you doing for Thanksgiving?
4: I am out here in Boston. I will not be going anywhere. I'm going back uh, for Christmas, back to Chicago. Family's coming out here next week because we saved like a million dollars a flight. So nobody had to, to, you know, load up and uh, and and max a credit card to fly out to Boston for Thanksgiving. But I, I wish, you know what, the best Thanksgiving I had last five years was when Tony Miller and his wife Kelly invited me out to their home when I lived in Vegas. It was the best Thanksgiving. Like, the food never stopped. You know Tony, the food never stopped. That was one of my favorite Thanksgivings.
1: I believe it. I believe it. He knows how to eat. We know that. That was my smart. guy, man.
4: That's my guy. Take it easy. He's my guy too. What do you want? He knows. He's on a diet right
1: now. I've watched him the last couple of times I hung out with him. It's like no sugar. I think he's gonna to stick to it.
4: <laughs> Wait, just he just cut sugar out. That's it.
1: That, well, I mean, it's yeah, that's a start. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna ask him to starve himself.
4: No, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Um, no. Am I gonna see you by the way, Super Bowl? Like, I'm I'm booking. I'm coming out Super Bowl.
1: Ninety-nine percent sure.
4: Yes. Good. All right. Well, let's, let's meet at the spot. You know, where we'll be. Um, oh, and yeah, I let... Let, me, let me check the count. Oh no. Oh, you're <laughs> taking your, you taking your third booster shot on uh, Super Bowl Sunday.
1: No, 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 no. I'll, I'll be here. I'll be here. We'll hang out okay. for sure.
4: Good. I like Michigan though. For real. I, I think Michigan plus eight, I think the market is way too high and everybody, everybody is going to bet Ohio state in this game. I think Michigan is a very good spot and a very undervalued team in Big Ten play. Sam, thank you. All right, boys. See ya. Yeah, I don't
1: like Michigan. Candy, you?
2: I was already inclined to take the points with Michigan. I don't think that these two teams are eight points apart when you factor in home field, so I'm on Sammy's side here.
1: I think they are a touchdown apart, but the problem is Ohio State was six and a half last week before these last two games. They were six and a half at circa, and if you didn't bet it then, you're laying eight 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 and a half, nine. I'm seeing nine and a half. I mean, now it's to me, it's too late. You, you freaking, you could have laid a touchdown or six and a half if you'd bet the look-ahead line, but too late now. I'll Wasted be, opportunity. Hey, I will be glad
2: to, to wait as long as possible and see where this thing goes. You want to give me 10? You want to give me 10? Yeah, I would be all over that
0: property values have gone up 20% year over year. And so have rental rates. Quit paying your landlord these record high rental rates and purchase your dream home today. Call Dustin DeHart at 577-2600.